Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with your host, me, Chanel Patrice Hancock, here at Akron, Ohio, where it's going to be 48 degrees Fahrenheit today here in Akron. But before I get started, I want to thank the sponsors of the show, Anchor.fm. They help people find their own voice, and they help me find my own voice with not only this podcast, but Cooking with Chanel, the visually impaired way, which I started back on the 2nd of January 2020 to share my love of cooking as well as my love of languages. And I have to say, you know, it's a cool thing when you can have a podcast or two for free and, you know, whatever your problems are technical wise with the site or the app. Anchor's there to support you 100%. And if you want to create your own podcast, go to anchor.fm. Thanks to everyone who subscribed. Thanks to the ratings and reviews. I appreciate it. Um, I do this for you guys because I understand, you know, everyone wants a different point of view on language learning. And, you know... Before I created this episode today, you know, I was thinking about what my next episode was going to be, and this is episode 145. I'm five episodes away from 150 episodes. I'm a week and three days away from my two-year anniversary of celebrating Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast being on the air in over 100 countries. Now, I am so excited about this. I would have never thought two years ago that I would have had the opportunity to be able to interview as many people as I have, meet as many cool people as I have, dive into certain languages that I thought I would never try before, such as Turkish and Hindi, Arabic, Cantonese, Japanese, Korean even, and I'm just really happy about that, and I'm happy that this has changed my life for the better. You know, I just want to say thank you to you guys. You guys rock week in, week out. Thanks for the questions. Um, If you guys want, you guys can join my Facebook page group, which is private. It's called Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S language learning journey mastermind um, group. Um, Just answer the questions and, you know, you will be accepted by myself or one of the other moderators or admins in the group. Um, We're a pretty small group right now. We have like 145 members, but I would love to increase it. So for all the people that listen You know, if you guys want more advice from me, um, go to Facebook and join. It's 100% totally free. I even have um, Chanel's Language Learning Journey um, chat groups as well on Facebook that you can join in multiple languages. So, you know, feel free. Well, I do have to say that today's episode is an episode where I talk about grammar books and textbooks. And are they really helpful in having someone learn a language? 
um, you know, to a high proficiency level, whether they're speaking it or, you know, they want to read or write. Um, you know, I went to university 20 years ago and I learned Spanish, like I said in the previous episode. And of course, I couldn't read the book with my eyes, but I learned auditorily through a lot of listening and repeating. And I learned from a textbook. And I can tell you from experience, for me personally, um, it only helps for so long. Um, you learn just it. You learn the grammar. You learn how to conjugate verbs. You learn how to diagram sentences. Um, you know, that's great. But when you're in the real world, you're not thinking from a grammatical standpoint you're trying to get out whatever words or phrases you're trying to say to somebody because evidently they don't have the time to sit there and wait for you to say something you have to be able to communicate and i know for a lot of polyglots out there there you know people love grammar and they eat it up like it's a sponge which is fine i mean i love grammar too it's great to be able to understand people um if you're going for an academic course where you're studying literature or history or you know you have to be able to write uh essay in a certain way in a foreign language but when you're speaking to people depending on the language you know yes you have formal and informal we have that in English as well, Mr. Miss, Mrs. Um, Miss. He, she, it, they, you, I, us, we, them. But the problem is that when you're having a conversation, you're not thinking and that way, especially in English, because I have to use English um, as an example because it's my first language. Um, you know, when you are doing your L2 or L3 or L4 or L5 language, you are learning the different grammar structures of that particular language, that particular culture, how they communicate. So every language will be different. Um you know, some languages have female, um, masculine, genital, um, masculine, feminine. Some have um, case system, you know, some don't. Some have subject, ver- verb, object, some object, verb, subject. It just depends on the language. And honestly, when I'm thinking about having a conversation with someone, whether it's in Arabic or whether it's in Hindi, I do remember how certain things have to go in order because I'm an auditory learner and I'm not a visual one. Um, I can't read print anymore. So for me, I have to mind map in my head how... The order goes for me, personally, when I'm speaking. 
But at the end of the day, if I mess it up, it's not the end of the world. The person still understands what I'm saying. And so 90% of the words that you use in communicating with people, you might use 600 to 2,000 words, depending. Um, But half of these words you're not even using. You're repeating a lot of words, a lot of phrases, and a lot of it's used in context. When you're speaking with someone, um, you know, I don't do a lot of writing in foreign languages, but writing in English, you know, depending on what I'm writing, yes, the grammar is important. You have to sound literate. A lot of reading is important, but you don't read a grammar book to learn a language. And a lot of ESL learners that I have worked with in the past have this fundamental idea that you need to read a grammar book. No, that's not the case. I learned grammar from, you know, reading things in context. I mean, I don't even remember half the time how I learned the grammar for English. You know, you just did. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it's okay to look up different Patterns, if you're having problems like with the case system, genitive, dative, case, for instance, um, you know, instrumental case, prepositional case, you know, it just, depending on, you know, the language, and I learned Russian from scratch, And yes, do I still have problems with the grammar? Yeah, but people still understand what I'm saying. So for me personally, you know, I don't live in a world of grammar books. And I don't live in a world full of textbooks because that's so academia. You know, I use a lot of audio content, a lot of music, movies, Um, I watch TV shows, documentaries, press conferences. I use the newspaper, magazines, anything that interests me personally, whether it's fashion, sports, entertainment, politics. Um, I don't touch religion um, at all. Um, But, you know, I've known people that have learned French because they read the Bible in French, or they learned Russian because they read the Bible in Russian. As a prime example, it does help people. But at the end of the day, I see a lot of people wanting to use grammar books. And I said, well, why don't you read a children's book? Why don't you read a self-help book? Something that's in simple English, if you're learning English. Um, You know, that way... You know, read Harry Potter. Um, Read something that you've already read in your target language, in in the target language that you're learning. So your native language, you read Shakespeare. Try to read it in English. You know, I would read it all the way through a few times, and then I would pick out words that I didn't know, and then I would look them up in a dictionary. And I don't mean Google Translate. I mean an actual dictionary. And I would write a sentence out in my own words. I'll write the sentence out, 
the definition and then I'll put it in my own words and then, you know, I would understand what the meaning is through context if I needed to. But to be honest, like I didn't use grammar books when I learned French or Italian or Arabic or Hindi. I did none of that. I learned from context. And I understand that there are plenty of people that like taking classes and courses because they're so used to the academic way of doing things. But if you want to really succeed with your language learning, you have to fail and fall flat on your face with it. You have to be comfortable making mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes because if you don't make mistakes, how do you know if you're going to succeed or not? with this language. I wouldn't give up after three weeks because it really doesn't show the amount of progress that you could make if you just start it and did not finish it. Unless, you know, you want to just know the grammar of the language and that's it. You have no reason to want to speak it. Okay, that's fine. But understand something like most people, they want to be able to speak. They want to be able to communicate. And using a grammar book will not help you communicate like a native speaker. If that's what your goal is. Or to even have a conversation with someone. Um, I did a lot of speaking and listening from day one. Um, because I am an auditory learner. But... In hindsight, I wouldn't expect anybody to, um, let's go pick up a grammar book at Barnes and Noble, uh, for finish. Well, right now I did a little finish project last summer with the Mango app and I'm still on it and I learned some of the grammar through listening and through context. I didn't have a grammar book and finish. I can't read the thing and finish unless I have an ebook and I have my braille display. And if I have my display, then I can read it, but I have to make sure I know the alphabet completely. You know, and to be honest, like, do I really want to go through all that? Not necessarily. Um, you know, I just want to be able to speak and be understood at a basic level and um, that matters to me more than anything. Pulling over a grammar book, unless there is a particular point that I'm trying to make, I would seek out a native speaker first before I go through, let me find a grammar book. Because honestly, like, I feel like it defeats the purpose. Not even native speakers speak perfectly in their native language, so... Nobody does, really. You pretty much learn that language from birth up until adulthood. So you know that language. But then your second language, you know just as well. You might know your third language a little bit less than that. But at the end of the day... Grammar books are good for resources if you're looking up things that you are having problems with. But to actually learn a language from, 
I mean, I don't know too many people that, you know, learn a language from only using that main resource of a grammar book. I just don't. And if they do, um, I would love to know how. I mean, yes, I know Richard Simcock. And I know that he does have grammar books. But I think he uses other resources other than grammar books in order to learn a language. I mean, there are people that love grammar. Ellen Jovin's another one that loves grammar. Um, and she uses grammar books and Pimsleur and other resources to learn her languages. But she loves grammar. So I could see why, you know, she would concentrate on something like grammar. Um, but there's some people that, you know, I'd rather learn from concepts. I'd rather learn from reading. I'd rather learn from listening. Not just let's go buy a book and see what I can do with it. Because I can be honest with you, in the real world, people don't speak like that. They really don't speak like that. They um, speak how they speak. Um, sometimes it's informal with their family and friends, the, you know, especially if it's English. Um, you know, if it's a total stranger, they might be a little bit more uh, formal. Um, someone they don't know very well. They might be more proper um, with their speaking, but if you're in a work environment, you might use work vocabulary. But you're, you know, there's just certain places where you would speak a certain way. But at the end of the day, you're still using the language. You're not looking up grammar points. You're listening to how other people speak because everyone speaks English differently. There's different dialects, especially if you're from the Midwest versus the East Coast versus down South versus West Coast. So it just depends, you know, on the situation. You know, um, someone asked me to teach them Ebonics and I said, you really don't want to learn that <laughs> because that's not how African-Americans speak. Everyone that's African-American doesn't speak the same way. So, you know, depending on where uh, they come from, what part of the country they come from, everyone has their lingo, everyone has their slang, their idioms, how they say things. And so, um, you know, I have to be honest, even if you are a native English speaker, that doesn't mean that English is the easiest language even for native English speakers. Some people are more scientific, more mathematic, and English is not their favorite subject in the world to learn, even though they do become fluent in speaking it, reading and writing it. Then there's some that can't read at all, you know, but they're able to get by by using other skills, you know, and... It just depends on the situation uh, for each person. But, I mean, I actually asked someone once, what's your favorite book to read? And they said a grammar book. And I said, well, why a grammar book? Well, I'm trying to learn English. Well, <laughs> you're not going to just learn it from a grammar book. You have to be able to go out there and use what you learn. 
Now, what you learn from a book is totally different than how you would use it in a conversation. So you have to focus on conversational vocabulary. You have to focus on topic-based vocabulary that you want to talk about. So if you like sports in Russian, you're going to talk about sports in English. If you like food in Russian, you're going to talk about food in English. That goes for any other language you decide to learn. Um, You know, people want to become what they call highly proficient at speaking the language, where they know a variety of different topics. Yet, if you cannot explain what your job is from the beginning, and all you've done is you you know learn the grammar of it, you're never going to be able to really speak and be comfortable with the language if all you're focusing on is grammar. Grammar is just one component to learning something. If you don't put it out into action with somebody, whether it's a text message, whether it's ordering food, whether it's paying a bill online and you're in the target language, whether you're over the phone and you're trying to call the doctor's office and you need to understand the different prompts that are being spoken to you. A lot of native um, speakers of a target language, if English isn't their first language, that's the first thing they become stuck on, is how to be able to listen to what is being said because it's spoken at a faster rate. And so all the grammar in the world is not going to help you be able to understand what's right in front of you in a daily basis. Um, You know, the grammar books that, you know, the grammar that I learned when I was um, taking Spanish over 20 years ago, it did not prepare me for being able to understand what was being said over the phone in Spanish or being able to order food or whatever it was I was trying to do in Spanish. I had to learn that through trial and error. And a lot of that is what's going to happen if you don't go outside of the books. Take the books down for a while and just use what the phrases and words that you know in real time. And you'll be surprised just how much you improve as a language learner, whether you're learning Spanish, Russian, Arabic, Mandarin, Chinese, English. Real life isn't a grammar book. Real life isn't a textbook. And half of the words that you learn and phrases, you're never going to use. You know, um, you know, when people say you need to learn like the first thousand words, that's great. But how much of that is going to impact my life every day? You know, I would want to learn how to introduce myself. I would want to learn to talk about my family and friends and my hobbies and what interests me, what I do for a job, you know, so forth and so on. A grammar book isn't going to teach you that. But real exposure to real input and content will. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast show. Um, You know, if you want to find content, go to SBS Radio. Go to TuneIn Radio, where you can go in the search bar and search for different countries and find podcasts and music and news shows in your target language. 
um, YouTube, you can do the same thing. Go to the target country on the internet and find content that way as well. Go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, you know, go to Hello Talk. Um, these episodes. Um, you know, are targeted for everybody who, even if you're a beginner, you know, you're trying to find information. Um, You're an advanced learner. You're still trying to find more information. I mean, I learn things every single day. So that helped me with my language learning. And, you know, switch it up. Take the books down and Really enjoy yourself and really dive in and understand grammar is not the end-all or be-all of a language. Being able to speak it and understand it and be understood by people is much more powerful. Because at the end of the day, they don't care about the grammar. They care about you being able to communicate in their target language. It brings a smile to their face. Trust me, I know. I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you for subscribing. Please rate, review the podcast. This is episode 145 of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. Um, Thank you for hanging in with me for two years almost. I really appreciate it. Love you guys. I do this for you guys. Um, So I hope everyone is okay during COVID-19. Please stay safe. Please don't forget to wear latex gloves and a mask. If you don't have one, use a scarf. You know, whatever you can to cover your mouth and your face. And don't touch anything. Don't touch your face. Um, You know, stay away from people six feet away. Um, And just be safe. God bless everybody. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy this time that you have where you can learn a language, you know, without any type of stress. And remember, it's your journey. No one else's. The only person you have to do this for is you. So if you want to learn the basics of Irish like I'm doing, and that's it, that's fine. You're doing it for you. And remember, every language, you learn about the people, you learn about the culture, and you're one step from evolving as a global citizen. Slan. Ahara.